Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Feelings First Facts of the Podcast. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and I'm joined by the lovely Christina. Hi. And this is the podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. So let's get started. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling okay. You feeling okay? Mm-hmm. Even after those cookies we ate? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little fat, but that's all right. <laughs> Regret sitting in? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel it too. I, I feel like I need a little diabetic nap. If we're being you honest, you had one of those already. Yeah, I need, two. I need two. It was interrupted. I don't know why it was interrupted, but it was interrupted. Mm-hmm. It's because it got cold. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, yep, yep. So uh, I have a couple of things I want to talk about today. Okay. First thing, first thing is absolutely ridiculous, but I feel like we need to touch upon it just because it has something to do with something that we talked about in the past, and that has to do with uh, cartoons getting involved with uh, this whole agenda or, you know, whatever it is you want to call it is being pushed, pushed out here in society. And this is a Gonzorella. Oh, my. You heard what about this one? What does that even mean? You heard about this one? No. We know who Gonzo is from the Muppet Babies. Right? Yeah. All right. And, and this is the Muppet Babies. This isn't like the, right. the grown Muppets. You know, these are mm-hmm. like these are the, the Disney Plus yeah. children's show. It's called the Muppet Show. Was wasn't it the Muppet Show? Yeah, but this one's the baby one. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's the Muppet Show, and then there was Muppet Baby. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, this is this is like the Baby Jesus version of it. This is like when, mm-hmm. right, when they were yeah. Anyway, Gonzo is uh, the first. What is it called? Not is it non-binary? Is that how you is that? How I you think say so. Yeah. Yeah. Non-binary uh, Disney Plus. Well, I don't know if it's the first non-binary Disney Plus cartoon, but it's the non-binary uh, cast member on the Muppet Baby Show. <laughs> and they they had and I the way they presented it from from what I saw was he wanted to dress up like a, like a princess or something like that. So <sighs> he. But why built up can't the boys want to dress like princesses and have to be non-binary? Well. Well, I think that I don't think that they said non-binary in the show. I think that'd just be too much for a okay. child to to digest. But I think what they're trying to do is is they're trying to just say, "Hey, if you're a boy and you want to dress up like a princess, this is what you could do." Mm. But as it's packaged to us, you know, they're saying that this is the first non-binary or you know Muppet baby. And yada, I don't yada, like yada. how it has to be so definitive because I think. A boy could wake up one day and if he has sisters that wear dresses and they're playing, want to put on a dress one day and not mean that he has to be non-binary. Like, why do we, why does it have to be so definitive? Gotcha. 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 So you're, you're not opposed to the idea that they put a dress on Gonzo. No. You're just opposed to the labels that they put on Like, I'm not opposed to boys playing with dolls. Like, they're fucking toys. They're kids. Like, I'm okay with that. Right. And, but I don't think it has to mean that that means he's gay or that means he's Mm non-binary. Like. Especially if he's surrounded by little girls, right? They're kids; they don't fucking know. No, exactly, and that's and that's why I think this. But I, yeah. So, so I, I guess, I guess the label part is the most annoying part. Right. Even though, even though I don't think it's been put on kids because I don't, I don't, I doubt they're saying non-binary in the show. I didn't take the time to, to look at the clip okay. or anything like that. But I highly doubt that they're using that type of that verbiage. language. Yeah, right, right. But what it is is that when you have to say something like that, it's almost like you're virtue signaling in a way. Because right. because m- most parents probably would have never seen it unless they're sitting there watching an the episode with the kid. And right. truth be told, if you're putting on Disney Plus for your kid, more than likely it's because Disney Plus is about to be a babysitter for the yeah, next half need, hour. Yeah, you need a fucking break. Exactly, exactly. Right. So you're, you're probably not sitting down. And more importantly, okay, 
I, I would like to imagine if I was just watching the show and it wasn't advertised to me what was going on, but I saw Gonzo in a dress, I wouldn't think you anything wouldn't of it. wouldn't even think anything I of it. I wouldn't think exactly. anything of it because we grew right. up watching cartoons where Bugs Bunny would, would put on a dress and be silly and, you know, do and things. You didn't and think anything no, of no it. No one would think anything of it. Right. But I think what it is is, is when you seems like you're pandering to whatever is going on here and mm-hmm. your virtue signaling, right? Then that's where it goes, okay, why why are we doing this? Right. And then now you've made him this thing instead mm-hmm. of just letting it be what it is. Right. It's unnecessary. Right. It's exa- exactly, exactly. I have no problem with Gonzo wearing a dress or him calling himself Gonzo I don't even think exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought anything of, oh, Gonzo's just being goofy, right? Yeah. But now you like kids do exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, th- I think what this is, this is just where we're going. This is where society's going. You know, it's just, it's just going down this road where it's almost like you have to not really buy attention because you're not really buy attention, but it's almost like you're, you're begging for acceptance. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're begging for acceptance from people that, are probably not even checking for you. You see what I'm saying? And that's not to say that people that are of the LBGTQ or, you know, the non-binary, you know, crew, it's not that, I'm not saying that they don't really care about Disney Plus. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that subscribe to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people are subscribing to Disney Plus with the idea of wanting that from that, if that makes sense. Okay. And and I, I guess where I'm going, and I could be completely wrong, but I doubt that people that weren't subscribed to Disney Plus now go, oh, they have a non-binary Muppet, you know, baby. Right. Let me go ahead and hit the subscribe button and give them my nine ninety nine so I can, you know, be a part of this this journey with them. Yeah, it feels like pandering. Exactly. And exactly. Right. And it's like for for what you didn't do anything wrong, unless they did do something wrong and, yeah, and they're covering up. That. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like if you if you didn't do anything wrong, then what what's the, you're Disney, right? You're Disney. You've right. been you've been doing this before you even put a label on it. They, I'm sure they've had plenty of characters dressed up like women, right? That may have wanted to without without even doing this, or you know, plenty of um, characters in in the Disney films that were you know a little <clears throat> you know bit flamboyant or you know is that is that okay to say that flamboyant? I'm not sure. I don't know. Can we say that? I'm saying it. Okay. That a little bit. <laughs> we'll look it up. I'm looking at the time now. I think that's acceptable, right? I'm not sure. I, I would think so, but I don't know. It okay. doesn't offend me. But Either way it goes. If I'm know. saying it's not coming from a place of hate. <laughs> it's just coming from a place of, yeah, I think that that's yeah. acceptable. Well, well, we'll find out later. It's hot in here now. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. Yikes. But I think, I think that's just... Um, I just get annoyed whenever companies do that. When it's like, okay, is that necessary? Right. Because it does does that really matter? Like, does that make you more entertaining if you if you have something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Right I don't. Away. I don't. I don't know who's asking for that, or I don't know if it's they want to get ahead of the ball, thinking that at some point somebody's going to call them out and say, "Oh, well, there's no cartoons with non-binary," and so they want to get ahead of it because right. they feel like they're going to be attacked for not doing it. I don't know. I don't know. I just, what I'm having a hard time with is this idea of like, I'm okay with inclusivity. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's important. Right. But it's now it's turning into that's the new normal. Like if you're not, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's okay to be inclusive, but 
we're turning it into if you're not then you're anti i don't know right and this goes into one of the things i was saying in a couple other episodes and what i've said in a lot of episodes was that we live in a society where this then also means this right 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 yeah so it's like if you have no stance then you're automatically against correct and it's like no that doesn't mean that i'm just i'm just living my life like it's just yeah it is what it is to me you know you can you can still hope that everyone's happy and all these all these other mm-hmm, things but mm-hmm. hey maybe here on this platform we're not gonna we're not gonna put ourselves in a box we're not gonna isolate or, or we're not gonna virtue signal or right or at least don't make it a big a big thing or don't make it a big it shouldn't thing. be and, and doesn't that almost make it seem like like you're now making it a big thing? Right. Right? And is it even genuine at that point? Right. Right. It'd be like if someone was like, yeah, yeah, I, you're you're my black friend. It's like. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I'm not racist, but you know, you're, you're, you're my black friend. It's yeah, like. Yeah, like relax. I'm just your like friend. Nobody like, even you, needed all yeah, that. No, no yeah, no one needed all that. So it's almost like, wait, wait, what, what are we doing exactly. here? Or, or yeah. oh, you know what? This was the perfect example. This was the one that, that really got to me. And maybe, maybe this is a little bit off topic and a little bit different, but it was when the Simpsons started uh, dropping off some of their, their characters because they were too stereotypical, which ironically, the entire show, the Simpsons show, is a show that's built off of stereotypes, stereotypes yeah. right? And just making fun of it. So they got rid of the Indian guy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, the thank you, come again. They got rid of the Indian guy because he was too stereotypical. But it's like, wait a minute. He was the Indian guy. Everybody got it. It wasn't like they just made fun of the Indian guy and no one else. Yeah. But everybody was, the Irish guy was a drunk, right? So the Indian guy was a business owner who was probably one of the few successful people on the show, right? Right. Which which it is common to see, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not uncommon. But Uh you kick him off the show. But doesn't that kind of make you more racist by kicking him off the show? Because now a show that was targeting everybody, making fun of everybody, now you just exclude that yeah. person entirely. Right. So now it's wait, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And then and then you're also saying, oh, because Indian people they can't handle the pressure, like that's the vibe you're giving off. So it's almost like just were let, they getting hate for that? I don't remember that. I, th- you know what? I'm sure that they probably got maybe some hate here and there. Yeah. But I, I'm sure it wasn't a widespread hate, and the hate that they were getting were probably not people that were watching the Simpsons show. Yeah. Right. So by you dropping that, it didn't give you, it didn't mm-hmm. boost up your fan base. If anything, you probably lost your fan base by dropping it because now it looks like you're giving I feel you're like people in. understood the Sim- what The Simpsons was all about. Thank you. Right. And that's the point. That's where I'm getting. Yeah. It's like if everyone was being targeted, mm-hmm. then it's all fair game. Now, I could see if this was a serious show and, and now you, you have, may right. satire out of one group, then yes, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. To me, to me, it seemed like it was more racist to get rid of them right. than it was just to keep them on, especially when it wasn't coming from a place of racism. At least I, I like to think that it wasn't. I like yeah. to think that that show was just coming from a place of, hey, we're people. And, this and is let's how we- be real. Like, stereotypes is a thing. That's like, yeah. what? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I argue we're all racist. <laughs> Well, I do think there's a difference between stereotypes and racism. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. no. But, but what I'm saying, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we, we, are, we're all proud of our own race. Typically, yeah. We all want to see our own race thrive, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that we want to see the demise of other races. Well, then that's what but, separates racism because it's all based on, you know, oppression, which. Well, it all depends on what definition you're looking at. Well, I think as a whole, if you if you look it up, 
that's why people say reverse racism isn't a thing. Okay. Maybe that's a topic for another day. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All I know is this. If I see something on the news and they haven't showed the, the, the face of the suspect, I just hope he's not black. <laughs> and when I see he's a white boy, I go, woo, we dodged that bullet. Aye, aye, aye. That's, that's the, and, and the things that I say and I do when I'm driving and I get cut off, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've, that, heard, you know, I've, I've heard some of those. Yeah, rights. yeah. But everybody gets it. So, you know, it's, True story. it's fair. It's fair. If anything, if anything, black people get it more more than anybody else. I would, I would say so. But yeah. that's because, but that's because I get wronged by more black people than anybody else because I'm around <laughs> more black people. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's that. There's that. There's that. There's yeah. That. Whew, we kind of went off track there. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, Gonzorella is a thing and is here to stay, and this isn't going to be last of it, and we're going to see a lot, a lot more of this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see a lot more of this, but good on these companies. I, I hope it works out for them, and uh, whatever they're seeking, I hope that they they get that, or or at the very least, they they don't lose the people that were supporting them. Yeah, and, and anyone that that cancels their subscription because of this is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, I think if you start throwing out words like that, I could see where people might want to shy away because now you don't want to have these conversations with your kids. Probably not at that point. Not not yeah. not Muppets Junior or on Disney Junior or whatever, whatever mm, song. Yeah. But um, Mm-mm. yeah, because I mean that just uh, I I I can't wait to see what the real impact on the youth and what society is going to look like years from now with mm-hmm. people that are like my my sons and your daughter like mm-hmm. their age when they're older and how they handle all these things and yeah. what their what companionship looks like to them or what you know sexual life looks like to them or what whatever it may be like what all yeah. this looks like to them when they're of age because of just different things that are going that have been put out there and by different things i mean things that weren't put out there for us or the the generation below us right yeah i'm a little bit concerned about it i'm not going to lie Because I just feel like a lot of things that are happening right now are confusing Mm -hmm. enough for adults that might understand it, Mm -hmm. let alone for children who don't even understand themselves, let alone, you know, throwing in topics that they can't even wrap their heads around at that age. Right. I think it could be unnecessarily confusing. Yeah. When we're talking about a very small percentage of the population who are really you know, going through these things or dealing with these things or identifying as these things. Right. But now it's like everybody's getting it. And I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. Well, the, the one thing that I do like about it is the fact that we are raising children with this, this mindset of acceptance, acceptance of everything. Right. And and I wish that the agenda was pushed towards more of acceptance than it is towards making something where it doesn't need to be, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like like we said, instead of instead of saying Gonzo is non-binary, right? Then you just just put a dress on Gonzo. Yeah. So now if there's a man in a dress that wants to wear a dress, 
Like it's we're not, not, we're not abnormal. Be, right. right. It, it's not abnormal. And then we're not putting a label on this Correct. person. Now, if this person wants to put a label on themselves, then that's fine. Yeah, and then that comes later. Then that's then that's fine. It, yeah. And that's their choice and that's whatever they want to do. Yeah. But as far as this this I this mindset of pushing something, pushing a narrative on something, that's the only thing that that makes me a little nervous. But the idea of just being accepting of, you know, seeing two men, seeing two women, seeing a man that doesn't look like your traditional man mm-hmm. or a woman that doesn't look your, like mm-hmm. your traditional woman or someone that wants to put on a furry costume, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like that, that they are going to grow up probably not double taking, you know, whenever they see something, it's just going to yeah. be regular to them. I just wish it was done. Like I said, I wish it was done without the, the push to. Yeah. Because then I feel like there's a way that it, we could go about it without then making children who aren't going through these things without making them question themselves unnecessarily. Exactly. And that's, you know, right. and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. And like I think it's okay. Right. But it doesn't mean that if you're not that, then something's wrong with you. Cause I feel like there's a lot of that happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of confusion because it is just being thrown out there. It's just right. being incorporated without really knowing what that's going to look like. And right. So, cause I think we said a couple of times, you know, I could see, I could see a world where you have a, let's say a, an 11 year old, girl right and she has sleepovers with her friends that are girls Mm -hmm. and so she goes well i don't like boys because she just doesn't like boys yet she doesn't have right she's not sexually drawn to them or anything like that but she goes well i like my my girls and we hang out and now she thinks that she's confused because she thinks that oh well if i don't like boys but i like hanging out with my girls right i must like girls i must like girls when it's like no but i mean that's where parents come in and that's where you you talk Mm -hmm. but but now you're having to talk down something that has been put into their head and thinking right. and creating a confusion that, like you said, that didn't have to be there when their sexuality would have just come out as it came out. Right. Maybe she did like girls. Who, who knows? Who mm-hmm. knows? But at 11, you more than likely, you're not chasing boys. Yeah. Right. So I could I could definitely see a world where, you know, th- that could get very confusing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's not like. And here's here's the crazy part. The crazy part is it's not like you could just say, "Oh, well, you just need a monitor what your children are watching." And no, da, da, that's da. It's like, crazy. no, it's you in, must it's not a, have kids. It's in it's in everything. It's in yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. It's in everything. It's mm-hmm. in kids things. Right. It's there. So there really is no escaping. It's not like yep. you know. So yeah, I mean, you could sit there with a microscope and watch everything that they're doing, but I mean, by the time they by the time you see, it, they saw it, and it's right. <laughs> what, do you, what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. I mean, just talk to them. But but this kind of um, leads into uh, another topic, um, which I don't think really relates to it, but it, it kind of has to do with, uh, you know, just men and women and genders acting a little bit differently. Um, but I was reading somewhere about uh, this scare of men not enrolling in college as much as they used to. And right now it's women are up 60, 40 percent like that, that ratio, 60, 40 um, compared to when? Compared to, I want to say the last last one I saw or the one that they were comparing it to was like back in the 70s or something like that, which is a long time ago. But yeah. it was it was basically where it was more than flipped, where I want to say it was like 70, 30 or, eight, or you know, closer to 80, 20 or something like that. Okay. But now it's drastically changed according to, you know, these people that are fearful at 60, 40. Okay. But one of their main fears is that it's going to affect how people are mating slash dating, right? So one of their theories- But college enrollment in particular? 
college, right, the, the, the drastic change in college enrollment is going to affect mating overall within this, okay. this generation, right? So what their thoughts are is that, A, women that are um, college educated, that, mm-hmm. that graduate with a degree, they are not going to want attention or want to mate with a man that does not have a college education Right. Okay. And what this can lead to is a society of men that are lacking companionship and they're basically idle hands, right? They're bored men. Okay. And it's going to create a more aggressive man and a society that's going to be higher in crime because of men that are walking around with full balls as opposed to <laughs> being, being, being with a, a warm woman to lay up and spend time with and, you know, keep them a little bit tamed. Okay. So. I could see, like, as a woman, I could say, like, if we're talking about college educated or successful and have a career, you probably want someone on your same playing field as a woman, I would assume. I don't think the same applies to men. No, clearly. Right. But women, women would be completely screwed. Right. (laughs) There'd be no people on the planet. Yeah. (laughs) There's that. But I also think we're taking away from the fact that, like, you don't have to go to college the same as you used to to be successful, like to find success or to make good money. Right. So you're leaving that part out, too. Right. I could, I could see where they're going with mm-hmm. it, but it sounds a little mm-hmm. bit extreme. Right. It, it sounds like they're 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 looking at it at a, with a very narrow mindset or, or, or viewpoint. Right. Right. Because, yes. If you're just looking at it generally, okay, well, yeah, I can see men aren't doing this. So then your brain might create, might think, oh, well, men are just sitting around doing nothing and they're now losers. So you now have all these successful women with all these loser men that aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, why would these women ever want to be with these men? Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, no one's mating and no one. First of all, which is crazy because I know a lot of bum niggas that get successful women. It's a, <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. But, 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 but more so we no longer live in a society where you need to have a college education in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. So I could see a world where men are going, Hey, this is the route I want to go down. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I don't need to, to go hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt mm-hmm. in order to, to do this. Right. Right. And, uh, what I, I think when I looked it up, the, the top careers for men were mechanics, uh, carpenter, you know, carpentry, welding electrician and careers that don't plumbing. require a right degree. so these are traits things okay, that right. don't require a degree okay which can make you a good living wage a good salary right which can also lead to something that doesn't have a ceiling to it you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying yeah so you you get out and you get a degree and now you work for somebody you might only be able to get but so high right right example the career that i'm in right i'm just this right i there's nothing there's nothing else that I could do other than being in physical therapy, right? Okay. Now I can change paths and go down the road of management, but then now I'm no longer doing what I went to school to do. Right. And I'm really just managing and overseeing other people, so it's really just a little bit of a, you know, a pay increase, right? Okay. But as far as what not even not even a pay increase depending on how I work, right? But I'm just this. I'm just that. I'm just licensed to do this. There really is no no ceiling unless I chase working for myself and, you know, having other people work under me and things like that, which is all, all possible. But I say all that to say, 
you know, you have a field like an, an electrician or even carpentry, right? Which can lead into, okay, I now I have a drywall business mm-hmm. and now I have people that work underneath me. So now I have this business yeah. with trucks and things like that and people that can. So you still have these people that are probably walking around with a high school diploma, if that, making great money being doing trades that right. are in high demand right and now. And always will be. And will always. And now I'm sure the, the field is going to fluctuate depending on how many people are out there. But I think right now, the last time I checked, we're living in a time now where there are fewer plumbers, fewer electricians. Mm-hmm. So the ones that you do get a hold of, they're walking away with oh, yeah. a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. I know a few people doing renovations in their homes right now who uh-huh. are saying that all of these contractors who do all of these trades, their prices are ridiculous because they know they're in demand. Right. And you fucking take it or you leave it. Right. Well, okay, well then do it yourself. Right. So... Yeah, that's happening. And that's pretty much. And then uh, for the mechanics wise, I have a buddy of mine, his boat's down. Right. And what would have normally been maybe a week or two wait to get his boat repaired. He's not looking at a three month waiting period, which means the guy that's doing this, the mechanic is making good money. Right. And he's not short of business. Clearly. And his prices are just going to keep on going up. Yeah. You know. With, with demand because that's mm-hmm. just how it is it's not like we have a lot of people out there because you have other people doing other things men are doing other things and i wonder too like i would have to look this up but like are these trades just like not being like is no one interested in them is that a thing like are these are these trades just things that are like dying out like I think what it is is that they've always been looked at as more like a blue collar kind of thing. Yeah. So when you look at, when you think about an electrician or a plumber or something like that, and you're ignorant and you don't understand what life could look like as mm-hmm. those things, you think that you think of that as someone that's probably living paycheck to paycheck or someone that's broke. So our society has told us for a long time, in my opinion, that you have to go to college so yeah. then you're not that right so then yeah. now you have or at some point you had more people in general enrolling in college and more so men i guess that's what we're referring to mm-hmm. obviously prior to these numbers that have been released but for a while they were going to you know men were going to college to get a degree in business or now you see men going into more nursing you see people you know trying to do anything that's not those things right mm-hmm. so then with anything once the supply is low, right? right? So now you have fewer people that are doing these things. The demand goes up, which means mm-hmm. the price goes up. So you're just seeing a flip. And then truth be told, we might end up seeing it flip flop again, right? So yeah. now you might be, we might be seeing more men that are not enrolling in college, right? Mm-hmm. That might be taking up on these trades. So now as more people become an electrician or a plumber or whatever, mm-hmm. then you're creating more competition, which means the price is going to go down. Right. And then you might see another flop where men might start going back to college in order to yeah. be something different than what everyone else is doing. True. But these things won't happen overnight. It's going to take years and years, well, and years I, to do. I think that's probably what's happening now. Right. This right. whole push for college is going to have an effect on all of these things that are just right. trades that don't require college. Right. And plus, too, I mean, let's be real here. Now... I, there's more and more people that I know that are getting into day trading. Mm-hmm. More and more people I know that are getting into, you know, cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, there's a lot of money to be made out here that does not require going to college and getting into debt and getting into debt into something that you can't get out of yeah. that follows you to death. Mm-hmm. So even if you, let's say, you do go to college and you and you get your your bachelor's degree and there's nothing out there for you, mm-hmm. you're just screwed. Yeah, 
you're just stuck. So now you're having to start all over again anyway. Right. But just to go back to our point, I think the point that we were trying to make is that um, you do not need to go to college in order to be quote unquote successful. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I guess in, in this scenario we're we're saying success is, is rated by how much money you make, even though you and I both know that that's not always the case. Right. right. But in this particular topic, I think that's what they're referring to because their concern is, is that because men are not getting a college education, then the women that are getting a college education are probably going to make a higher income than them. And they're probably not going to want to mate with them. I think that's where they're going to. Yeah. And I mean, there is some validity to the idea that boys right now are highly unmotivated and it is, it is an epidemic. If you talk to people who have teenage children, specifically boys Mm -hmm. or teachers who are teaching teenage boys and have been teaching for a while, like who are seeing this shift and like boys are just not motivated to do the things that they were 20 years ago down to even getting a driver's license. Right. Right. They don't, there's no motivation and clearly there's some sort of issue. And I speak off personal experience too of issues that I'm having with my teenage boy. Like there it's completely the way that he is now. Didn't that's not how boys were. 20 years ago right where there's he doesn't know what he wants to do he doesn't like school even though he's super smart mm-hmm. but he's not motiv- it's he's not motivated to do anything yeah not even motivated to drive yeah and it's just like in conversation with people it's a thing that's happening right now and it is concerning and i think it's a product of probably lots of different things but I don't know how it's going to be addressed or how to address it or how it's going to be fixed, to be honest. If if you had to blame one thing, and I, I'm sure that, you know, and I know we plan on having a conversation, a deeper conversation about this on, a, on another episode. But if you had to blame it on one thing quickly, what would you blame it on? Ish, probably like electronic. Really? Yeah. Okay. And just like... The disconnection, the addiction, the accessibility, the like, I think that's caused issues. Like how much exposure kids have to electronic. And that could be just the internet. It could be watching things. It could be playing video games. I feel like for me, that's been my experience. It's other things too. Right. But that's the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. See, I was going to go deeper. And it's not to not to take a jab at you or put any blame on you, but I was just going to say parenting and the amount of micro parenting or micromanaging, helicoptering, helicoptering mm-hmm. and things like that that are going on. Because I grew up in a time where there was there were video games. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not the same kind of video games that they were today, but they were still just as stimulating. They were still just as fun. Like we still had a good time because we didn't know anything else. Right. So a Sega was at the time just as fun and entertaining as a PlayStation would be to kids today. Yeah, but also very much limited. Okay, right. There wasn't any internet and things like that where we weren't able to connect with people, but that could have occupied a lot of our time. And there were kids that that I was around that didn't do anything but play video games all day long, right? But my parents encouraged us to get out of the house. Now, times were a little bit different back then, and we're kind of going off topic from Mm -hmm. from what we were talking about before, but that's fine. We'll, we'll, We'll get back on track in a little bit. But- 
there we did live in a time where it was acceptable and it was okay for kids to just go outside and no one had to worry about them, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where, hey, just come home when the streetlights come on or come home at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock for dinner. Yeah. Just make sure you're not late for dinner. Right. And we were able to do whatever we wanted to do mm-hmm. just as long as we just came home when the streetlights came on and we got into whatever we can. We just knew how far we, our leash was by time. It wasn't right. necessarily by distance, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. But nowadays it's a little bit different where kids don't go outside. And yeah, I think a lot they're of stuck in front of screens. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of that has to do with parenting, because if parents were saying, hey, it's OK to go outside. And most parents are afraid to send their kids outside because they're, there's this big fear of the, the boogeyman. And the boogeyman is the kidnappers, the rapists, the people that are out there that are doing these things, because we're seeing a lot of this on the media. And I don't know if it's because the numbers have increased or maybe it's because our viewpoint on the world has gotten so wide. So it looks like the numbers increase when it's really just been the same. It's just now we just get news from everywhere across the world. So it looks like kidnapping, 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 kidnapping. It just seems like it's just happening more often when really it's not. But either way it goes, the perception of it is, is that it is happening more often, whether it is or it isn't. The perception of it is that it is right. And so children aren't going outside or parents are not allowing children to go outside because of those things, because they feel the need where if my kids outside, I have to watch them as opposed to we, no one cared about that. So I agree with that to an extent, So, but I don't think that that's the driving force. I feel like kids are just would rather be playing video games and it gets to the point where, okay, if you're going to end up going outside or go inside of a friend's house to play video games, you might as well just stay here. And it's just like this thing of like, Right. They're overstimulated where outside isn't outside is fucking boring. You send my kids outside. They're coming inside every five minutes. It's hot. What are we supposed to do? We're bored. Right. Get the fuck out of the house. Figure it out. But they don't even know what to do outside because everything on a screen is way more fucking entertaining. But then you will also allow them to come back in the house. Yeah. But see, if see everybody's difference? doing that and nobody's outside, how are you right. supposed to combat that? But that's what I'm saying. Parenting was different right in the 90s than it is today no parents would allow you inside the house and if they did it was for a short but period also of time not everybody right had a phone not everybody had an ipad not everybody had a gaming system so Again, there's all those things these kids have these things because the parents are allowing them to use it and allowing them to have it that's what i'm saying a kid we eat ice cream every night for dinner if you let them but we don't let them we we, we stop it right but if we're going to if we're going to allow it and i, I do the same thing with my son but if we're going to allow them to sit up in a house and play video games all day, then that's what they're going to do. But I remember my parents going, I don't want you in the house. Out. Go. So when kids came over to play with us, it was go. Get out the house. I just think you're fine. Things to it's do. hard. It's easy to say that. Mm-hmm. But it's harder when they're fighting something way bigger than you because it's everybody. I, I, right. I'm not. Exactly. Right. I'm not putting the blame on you. Right. I'm putting the blame on parents in general because but I think parenting, it's bigger than that because okay. it's just like it's just a society thing that's we're saying the same thing but you think we're saying something different we're saying the same thing i'm talking about parents and as a whole their their style is completely different than what it used to be in the 90s yeah in the 90s every parent across the block at least from where i grew up they were not allowing you inside the house mm-hmm. they didn't want you in the house get out the house sometimes parents weren't even there they well, would, they most times they will be at work right and you just had to get out the house and you had to fend for yourself but right you, you just had to be home at a certain time right and that's what it was but nowadays it's a little bit different and i think i think that all started 
with the restriction of going outside because of the fear of the monster that's outside, which would be someone that's going to take your kid or, you know, things like that. Maybe. And then, and then, and then you tie that in with, you know, you having electronics and different things like that, that are so stimulating and overstimulating at that where they're okay with that. And so, yes, going outside does become boring in comparison to being able to have a whole world at the palm of your hand. Right. Because now you don't have to use your, your imagination, but we're still human beings. Yeah. Right. But yes, I, I'm not saying you in particular, I'm just saying just the style of parenting has changed in totality, which then even if you had one person like you, like let's say today you decided, you know what, I'm going to try this thing where I'm going to kick them out the house. Well, if you kick them out the house, but then the, the neighbor two houses down that has the friend, if they're letting them in and playing the iPad or playing the computer, then what you did was pretty pointless. You just took them from your roof and you put them into another roof. Right. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really yeah. help the situation, but, um, who kind of went off, <laughs> off track there, but to, but to tie it back in, um, I do think, and, and from what you're saying is that the children that we're seeing today, especially the boys that we're seeing today are more than likely going to look at college a little bit differently because they're not motivated for whatever reason. Right. And, or I guess from what you're saying is the reason would be is they're just consumed by their electronics. Mm-hmm. You know, they're consumed by having options at the tip of their fingers. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, you know what I say, you know, for, for me as a boy, it was the, my motivation were girls, you know, mm-hmm. I was out the house. I would do anything. I wanted to get a job. I wanted to have a car. I wanted to have nice yeah. clothes. I want to have my own money. I want to do everything because girls are my motivation Mm -hmm. but you know if these kids aren't you know if their motivation is just to get to you know get the next hot shoes on the the, you know nba 2k game hey mom can i have ten dollars and da 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 da, or whatever it costs and now they now they have that and it doesn't really matter to them but um i do not agree completely with this this um this theory that this that this person I wish I had this person's name so I could cite it. Um, but this person that was talking about the scare of lack of enrollment in college for men and how that I might think that's like a piece to, of it. Right. Piece of a bigger picture that probably is really an issue. Right. Right. Because yeah. because if more women are let's say because what the, the, the top I have it here. Uh, the top education for women are your your RNs, your registered nurses, mm-hmm. psychology, major, business. And these are all bachelor's degrees. Right. So whatever they do past that, you know, is up to them. Biology, accounting, English major, and then teaching slash education. Right. So if if these women are, are graduating just at this bachelor's bachelor's degree level, right, mm-hmm. with this amount of income, that's going to fare with your electricians, your plumbers, and, you know, your, your carpenters and things like that. That's not going to be too far off from them. Okay, so then my thing would be like, where do you, if you're, a woman in college, where do you mm-hmm. meet a, a plumber to be? Because typically, a lot of times, people end up meeting who they end up with in college. Okay. Right? right. So it's like if it's a woman with a college degree, and we're talking about mm-hmm. equal as far as like income or you know making a good living for mm-hmm. yourself with a trade. Right. So where do, where does a where does a teacher pick up a plumber? A bar. When she's in college <laughs> because you better believe, and I and I've done this. <laughs> 
when when I was in the service, I would go to college campuses, college bars. Right. So they were meeting me. It wasn't like I had to be enrolled in the school for them to meet me. Right. They were meeting me where they would, you know, be. Yeah, but I'm just saying you tend to like if you're around these people often. Correct. Because you're in college together. Like I could see that. But if the numbers, if the numbers are low and they want attention from men, they're going to go to places where they're going to have attention from men. Yeah. So they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to meet these men. And let's say they meet these men outside of college, right? Yeah. Either way it goes. I think what their theory is, is that women are going to make more money because they they were saying successful. And I, again, I'm thinking that by successful, they mean money, right? Yeah. Because you could be successful and not. Have yeah, a, but right. that's what you think of. Okay. Right, right. I, so, yeah. so just for the, for argument's sake, we're saying success is money. Mm-hmm. Success equals money. So I think what they're saying is that because women are going to be more successful than men, making more money than them, then they're not going to want to be with these men that do not have a college education with the mindset that college education equals less income. And I don't, I think that that is a very narrow way of looking at things because that is not the case, mm-hmm. not in 2021, not with everything you could do to make money without having a piece of paper that says you are deserving of making this and right. above. But with then tying back that back into then, but we still need to have motivated boys who are become motivated men Correct. to do these things. Correct. Which reminds me, I remember when my son started school, it was a pre-K teacher of his. She was a huge advocate for the fact that boys learn differently mm-hmm. than girls. Okay. And the way the modern classroom is set up, where like you have to sit at a desk mm-hmm. for seven plus hours, and now we're taking away recess times. Now we're taking away things that involve being physical. Mm-hmm. How that was a, you know, to the detriment of boys. And I think that's also true. Where okay. it's just like, girls tend to learn better the way that the in general, the school system is set up. Right, 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 right. So it's like the boys not being motivated starts, unfortunately for them, from a really, really young age when they when they first start mm. school. And I remember her saying that, and I, I'm living it right now. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, there's still a lot of time. There's still a lot of time, you know? It's right. not, I mean, what, he's 16? Right. He's got to... He's got a ways to go before he really has to worry about that. But but I could definitely see looking at how I was when I was 16. It's completely different. Yeah. Night and day. Night mm-hmm. and day. From the things that I was interested in to my motivation and things that I wanted to do. It's definitely a difference. But again, parenting is different. Because if we go yeah. back to, you know, talking about playing outside, it was deeper than just playing outside. Yeah. It was gaining independence. So I was right. a lot more independent from my parents because I didn't rely on them all day and I didn't even be around them all day. And then I found ways to make money Mm -hmm. and things like that. So just the, that level of the, the need of dependency has changed because I'm, I was groomed to be out of the house as opposed to being in the house. Right. Right. The world wasn't scary to me because there wasn't a monster outside the world to kids these days are scary, which then ties into maybe not wanting to leave the house to get a job because that might be a next step. That might be a little bit scary. You, you see what I'm saying? Well, and because I, and I, I think don't, if I you don't, don't overcome small things uh-huh. as you're younger, mm-hmm. then it's like, then you don't learn. Like, 
Right. And those are part the experiences that come with being outside, the experience of playing with other children, right. the experience of standing up for yourself, the experience of all of these subtle of things that, that happen. Rejection. Right. Everything that happens. Those in are real important time. things right. that you need right. to go through at certain phases. Right. That then, whether we realize them or not, connect to how mm-hmm. we handle things the older we get. So when you're lacking those experiences, there you go. Could you imagine never facing rejection? ever because you never really had that many interactions and then now you're faced with going in for your first job interview and not getting the oh, job it could probably crush and that's you. the first time you're facing rejection yeah how do you even know how to manage those feelings how do, how do you bounce back from that yeah or 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 even worse you've never talked to a girl before this is the first girl mm-hmm. you've ever talked to and she's not as interested as you in and she's not as interested in you as you are in her mm-hmm. and now you've been rejected from her and this is your first time being rejected mm-hmm. because you weren't outside getting rejected you weren't ever picked last you weren't made fun of you weren't you know trying to you know talk to a girl and she's told you no since you were nine and now you know now that you're 16 and you're being told no i've been told no 101 times right i can bounce back from this it's rough yeah that makes me think of like all these kids now who aren't even going to school like even pre-pandemic there's been the shift of like more people doing virtual school for whatever reason, more people doing homeschool for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So it's just like these these daily interactions in public schools are less and less and probably will continue to be, honestly, just the way the world is looking. So it's just like those things are going to matter, those interactions, for good or bad, who knows? Because there's probably interactions that you save yourself from when you're not exposed to certain things and kids every day in public schools are just schools. You oh, know what right, I mean? but right, like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't quite agree with this guy. I see where he's going, but I think that there is a wider view. And I yeah. think that men are not going to have a problem with mating or finding a mate. And women are not going to have a problem with finding a mate because they feel like that there aren't men that can meet their standards and yada, 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 um, simply because of the lack of men enrolling in college. I do think that. Um, you you can easily find a successful partner without a college education if you are a college educated woman because of the amount of options that we have and we don't need that piece of paper to say that we're we're good enough now if you're the type of woman that's looking for an intellect or you're looking for someone that may maybe not not because of the success but because of the experience or maybe even being able to hold the same conversations that you are able to hold because of your college experience. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see where that might be an issue. Yeah. But even then, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's as, it's black. I don't think it is as black and white as seeing a 60, 40 ratio and going, Oh my God, you know, maybe I think it's something to consider. It is something to consider. Right. Correct. And Correct. Like I was saying before, just like a piece of the puzzle. Right. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. So to, to stay online with uh, women, you know, doing their damn thing and being empowered, we have an update on this whole abortion thing that we were talking about in a previous episode. And since that episode, the House has passed. Um, it's called the Women's Health Protection Act. Now, the Women's Health Protection Act, from my understanding, has been around for quite some time. Okay. But they recently have passed something that they want to put into the bill or the act in order to 
allow women legal and safe abortions nationwide. And that will stop other like states from doing their own thing, like a Texas or Mississippi that, you know, with Texas, I guess is the, is the big hot topic mm-hmm. that has that, you know, ban of abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. Mm. So if this does go through and it has to pass the Senate, okay. if this does go through, then this will be a huge victory and not just for women, but I think just in general of just inequality aspect, I think this will be a, a pretty, a pretty mm. big thing. Now, the downside is, and I don't want to be a negative Nancy, from what I read, in order for it to pass the Senate, not only do all Democrats have to vote yes on it, but then I think they need 10 Republican votes. Hmm. And when does this happen? I think it's sometime in December, November, okay. December. I could be oh, wrong. Oh, so it's soon. I could be wrong. Maybe. I, I, tr- okay. I tried to find um, like a hard date. I couldn't find a hard date, but from what I was reading, it was saying November, December. Okay. So we're not too far from it. Hmm. Well... But I guess I guess we'll hear about it sooner than later, or yeah. sooner, you know. Yeah. But um, I think that'd be huge. Yeah. I think that'd be huge. I don't know what the consequences behind it would be, if yeah. any. Yeah, I don't know. Because now, if we're passing something like this that has to do with rights and equality, where the states pretty much lose control, right? And now it's a federal thing. I wonder if that now then will set a precedent for other things, bigger things right? in the future. Things that don't only affect not only women, but, but, more, but more so. Well, well I was going to say, because this act particularly affects women, but, but mainly women that are pregnant and then women that are pregnant that are seeking abortion. Right. right? So what happens when you, when you open something up for that subgroup? Right. And then now you're in. And then it opens up to something bigger that then affects everyone else. If that makes sense. Almost like. um, For instance, I guess now we're seeing it almost like the vaccine thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So. And and maybe maybe it won't be the vaccine. Right. Maybe it will be something deeper, like maybe uh, whatever agenda is going to get pushed in the next, you know, five to 10 years from now. Okay, Right. Where now instead of the state. Right. Instead of having Big Daddy DeSantis saving our butts right here in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, Now you have a federal mandate saying this is what you have to do. We don't care what state you're in in the state. Your state. I wonder. Well, I mean, that's I think we talked about that a little bit. Like, can that precedent apply? Can that be a set precedent to something like that? I guess it could be. Well. It can be, but if it's anything like this one, it would have to go through the House and then get passed by the Senate and things right. like that. So it would have to be, um, there, there would be certainly a So process. is this an issue now, or is this being presented now because of what's happening in Texas, or is this going to happen anyway? I'm not quite sure. I know the whole issue of Roe v. Wade has been a thing forever, forever. right? And, yeah. and women have been fighting for abortion rights across the world Mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. right so i i doubt that this has to do anything well the timing is interesting if it's not connected i'm sure that uh uh texas will put a, a fuel to the fire especially right. with texas making such a big change in 2021 yeah because I, I i don't remember what it was before i could look it up but i don't think it was six weeks before and mm-hmm. by them making that change, I think that kind of like, hey, we need to do something about this because this is 
kind of ridiculous and a little bit unconstitutional. Right. Right. So with that and then Mississippi was another hot button topic that when I was reading the article, they mentioned Mississippi. I guess Mississippi has a pretty strict abortion law as well. Um, that this is something that they want to push for us. But again, this has been in every single election that, that I've been involved in viewing since I've been voting, right? Abortion has been a big thing. Mm. It's always been, or if it wasn't abortion, it had to do something along the lines of women and children. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, Mitt Romney, remember he was trying to push what, um, birth control mm-hmm. on women. But it's all, but it's always, it's always been an issue. But again, it's not just here because as I'm as I'm reading these things, then of course I get other things that talk about. Oh, this country is now allowing abortion. This is has loosened hmm. their abortion laws. This country has, you know, uh, made uh, gay marriages legal, right? Or same sex marriages, same sex marriage legal. So yeah. this whole thing of equality is just is worldwide. I guess what would be concerning more would be this idea of like like federal taking away the rights of the states to make decisions for people's health care, which to what you were saying would then potentially could tie back to this current vaccine mandate and all these individual states and the decisions that they're making. Right. That would be a little bit concerning. Or maybe not this vaccine. It could be any vaccine. Well, this vaccine is going to set the precedent to for everything after this right 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 right. we know that right 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 yeah. which which again just to be clear for anyone that's not familiar with us we're not anti-vaxxers at all right but we are against the idea where you're forcing people to do something that they Correct. do not want to do right. but that does not mean that you have to be anti anti-vaxxer yeah. it doesn't mean we're against the shot or anything like that that's not the case it's just right just against the idea of forcing someone to do something and then if they don't do it then you essentially can't live Right. Yeah. And and it's kind of like what we're seeing now where these jobs are canning people for not being vaccinated mm-hmm. and or, or you can't go into restaurants. You can't do certain things if you're not vaccinated, which I guess you charge it to the game for now because until it applies to everything. Well, and, and, and my only pushback is, is as as free as you are to say you do not want to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. The companies are free and they're exercising their freedom to say, hey, well, if you don't want to do it, then you can't you can't play with us. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So, so essentially, you don't it, have the freedom. It, well, you do. As a person. You do. Well, do you really, you do. though? Because you got to eat and you got to work to eat. So, well, But it's still the freedom and they're exercising their freedom. So I, so I guess if I could sit here and say, hey, I don't think that you should take away people's freedoms and make them do things. I also think I guess with the same mindset and it's just, just, just being objective and fair, then the government should not be able to go to a business and say, Hey, you can't make that rule because yeah. that's, if, if it's a private, especially if it's a private business, they have the freedom to, to make that choice. Yeah. So, and that's, again, that's just me being fair. And it doesn't mean that I don't want that. And it doesn't mean that I want to see people lose their job because they're not getting vaccinated yeah. because I, I don't want to live in that world. I wish we can go back to, 2019 2018 that was like a good time and it seems like a long time ago but it was you know just around the corner but um i don't know i guess just to 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 be fair across the board yeah it's just it's just nasty this is nasty and again it just goes to show that when there's one extreme 
it, it's just countered by another extreme. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Speaking of extreme, um, and this is kind of along the same lines of uh, what we were just talking about. Um, there was a doctor in Texas that performed an abortion after six weeks, knowing that this was going to be something that was going to land him in some trouble. Okay. And uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that, that this doctor did this because uh, this doctor was pretty much taking a stand saying, hey, look, you know, for whatever reason, this doctor found it. I'd like to think that this doctor did it because morally it made sense. Right. And it was within good judgment, which, which is probably why he was performing abortions. Right. And risking. Right. His or her license. I don't, I don't know the name of the doctor. Yeah. Um, but I think. This doctor is playing chess, and I think what they're trying to do is they're hoping that somehow that this goes to Supreme Court, okay. and then it is ruled unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, and I, I wish I knew that the actual like legal term for this, but if that doctor then does get off, then it would set a precedent for other doctors to be protected and get off if they're doing it under the same guidelines as this doctor, whatever reason that it was. Right. So, and and I would like to think it was probably, well, not that I would like to think, but I would imagine it probably had to do something with like a rape victim or molestation or, you know, something, one of the, the the real hot button topics where people were trying to, Hey, can you at least give give exclusions to this? And so this doctor probably saw this. It was like, damn, you know, I can't let this person go through with this. Let me do this. I'll take the risk and I'll kind of, be the I'll die on that sword and then maybe go down as a martyr and yeah or maybe not go down you know or maybe not maybe maybe make I this would assume a that doctor and, would have a lot of support oh oh 1000 yeah. percent. well it, uh, if they talk about it more yeah see this isn't talked about that much right right we're, unless we're, more or, or more and more doctors follow suit we're talking we're talking about Haiti and you know those the immigrants under the bridge and mm. All that stuff, which I don't, I can't. There's a lot of <laughs> I listen. Can't. I can't. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. No, we're not gonna do that. No. Um, but shout out to that doctor, whoever you are, and uh, hopefully everything. Hopefully, hopefully it was done with the right intentions, and it wasn't just done just to spit in the face of the government, right? You just didn't perform it just to perform it. But um, regardless of regardless of why you did it. Uh, hopefully, and I, I'm acting like some motherfuckers listening. This fucking doctor ain't listening to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be cool, and this is what I'm saying. It would be cool to see something like this because this would be a win for the people, as for, opposed to for women, <laughs> or, or just I th- I think it's I think it's deeper than women. I think it's just the people in general. And I'm not saying it's the virtue signal or the pander or anything like that. But I'm saying that like because you're 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 I say to people because the government took a stance mm-hmm. and they, they, they made a change in the game for reasons that we just don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then if, if this does happen where this doctor gets his way or her way, and then it does make things easier for people moving forward, it's kind of like a looking at, it's almost like, Hey government, you try to do this, but fuck you. Yeah. Like don't do shit like this. Why are you doing things like this? Why are you taking away rights from people? From women. Okay, yes, but you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is not a win against women or for women. Mm-hmm. It is that. But what I'm saying is, is that just like we just talked about, well, this can mean that 
this might have an effect on vaccines. Yeah. If we allow something like this to happen and they fly under the radar and they get away with it, who's to say that there isn't a change later on that affects more people because they think they could get away with it. And then it happens again that affects more people. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm referring to when I say it's a win for people in general because now it can stop things from getting out of control. Okay. And by me saying for people doesn't mean I'm taking away from women. Right? I got it. Yeah. But just, we're, this specific topic is about women. So. Okay. Yeah. I understand that yeah. and you understand that. Right. And anyone that's been listening to this podcast, especially from the beginning where we said, if you say one thing, it doesn't necessarily have to mean another. Right. So just because I say it's for people doesn't mean I'm taking away from women. But, um, yeah. But the last thing, and this thing is, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Now, it's just a proposal, so it hasn't happened yet. But a proposal was released from the Biden administration that they want to allow the IRS to look into uh, bank accounts and or transactions for things $600 or greater for, tra- for withdrawals or deposits $600 or, or greater which it's crazy that's what, what, what are we doing what are we doing here yeah what are we doing what was it before was it was it 10,000 or 15,000 or something like that what are you talking about where if you if you if you withdrew cash transactions at banks anything 10,000 or more gets reported Right. Okay. So now we've gone from 10,000 to now could be 600 at this proposal. So wait, what is, what is the proposal? The proposal is from my understanding, Uh any transaction that is $600 or greater, whether it be a deposit or withdrawal, it, the IRS now can have access. or the bank has to let the IRS know about the transaction that, that, that took place. I, I don't I can't even like wrap my head around how that would even work to me. That seems like the what IRS the is just going to be loaded with a like what? bunch of fucking bullshit. Right. Nonsense. <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, you know what this is. This is so they could tax anything that's right. That's being exchanged. And it probably has to do with the cash apps. All the of Venmo's these cash apps. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You know, only fans or, or <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, let's say you earn your money by cash. Let's say you're mm-hmm. you're living off a. Of, tips because there is a lot of that well the tips thing is not new but this whole like i'm gonna say cash app knowing i know there is a cash app but i'm talking about apps used to exchange well it's not cash but you know what i'm saying like how do you really tax that or how do you really track that you really can't so there are a lot of people making really good money and not paying taxes on it which good for fucking people right yeah (laughs) i mean Yeah. I would love to fucking have an OnlyFans and make cash and not fucking pay taxes. My, well, so then, so then this makes me wonder, okay, well, what are they really seeking? What are they really going after? If you're trying to collect tax off of $600, it's probably going to cost you more money in paying someone to scout this out and get this money from you than it would be Yeah. For that you're, that you're probably going to get, right? So I wonder what exactly are they looking for? And I, I guess we really wouldn't know until... Well, because I guess if we really think about it, cash is being used less and less, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is the new cash apps are the new cash. Mm-hmm. So how do you monitor that if you don't can't have access to them? So this is kind of like setting the government and the IRS up for a, a cashless society and how they would be able to track these mm-hmm. things. 
I, I wonder, okay, so let, let's think of like big companies that, that, that take cash. We know that like company, from my understanding, like companies like True Leaf, mm-hmm. they take cash. Yeah. And so they're cash. walking to the bank with a bunch of money because they can't, that's, that's how they have to do their transactions. Right. So do you think it's mainly targeted for bigger companies like that? Or do you think they're really trying to look after people? No, I think it's for the people. For the people. I, I see, do. that's fucked up. And, and the, the, real, the only reason why I say that that's fucked up is because if you're dealing with someone where $600 means a lot to them, which $600 does mean a lot, but for, for most people, $600 means a lot. Yeah, right? it's not chump change. Yeah. You go to tax that because it's a gift or whatever it may be, or right. you look into it because this transaction says for food or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. You're, you're, you could really hurt a lot of people when ultimately the bigger issue, and we're not going to go down this rabbit hole, but the bigger issue is these big corporations yeah. that are not paying taxes. Pretty much. And that's who they really want to go after. Those are the, like, those are the ones that are worth it right. to go after. Mm-hmm. But because you're not going to get anything from them, now you want to attack people that are doing transactions for Six. So fine. You know what I'll do? $599.99. Right. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So so if you're going to give me $700, all right, I need you to give me a transaction for $500 and then one for $200. Yeah. And then we're good to go. Fuck you just you. break it down into two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and put a big middle finger on that bitch. <laughs> right. You send it. <laughs> right. But I wonder how far that will go if that does. Because again, it's a proposal, so it's not like it's yeah. it's going into any effect anytime soon. But if it does, can you imagine working at the IRS and now you have to see what Sally did with you know the six hundred fifty dollars transaction mm-hmm. that probably meant nothing. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> and what you you push the red button to to shoot her, uh, you know, an audit. Cause yeah. that's, can you, can you fucking imagine? No, I can't. Can you imagine if you were mm-hmm. just some small town person that like, you know, is trying to, you know, do whatever you could do to get by and now you got the IRS. How do you file taxes audit. if you have a OnlyFans? Shit, I don't know. Huh. And I don't want to get to snitching, but if I had to guess, I'm probably not filing taxes. Interesting. Probably not filing taxes. Okay. I, d- d- well, depend on how your money's coming in. But that's what I'm saying. Hmm interesting i don't know now i know cash app if you set up a business account cash app will do it for you do what for you they'll they'll write uh like a 1099 or write a report up for you and i think they take a chunk of your money from you okay i've seen i've seen my my father he when he signed his sign up for his cash app account for Mm -hmm. his business he was honest and put it as a business okay Uh, uh, you're bad, but he put it as a business. And when he when he did that, anytime he wants to take the money out of the cash app mm-hmm. and send it to his bank account, they automatically take a certain percentage. It's not just the regular fee. To like, do what with it? Well, it, I try to look it up. It doesn't really specify, but it said business fee. And I like to think that the business fee is they're taking something off the top to give to the IRS. In but your I, name? In Because you don't, I mean, when you're 1099, nobody takes taxes out. That's on you when you file your taxes, I right? know. I Unless think, you do estimates and things like that throughout I th- the year. I think, I'm hoping that they put it aside. Again, when I try to do the research on it, it didn't specify where the money went to. I think it just might be going to Cash App. And they're just saying, hey, that's you, crazy. you use your, right. And it's a, it's, 
Huh. It's something. It's it's yeah, more. It sounds it sounds too convenient if Cash App is taking what would be your tax um, liability out of these transactions. You know what I think it is? I think it's the fee to keep track of all your transactions, and then they send you a, like a ten ninety nine a ten ninety nine report. I think that's what it is. What a fucking scam! It is a scam. So I told him, hey, uh, you don't have the business anymore. <laughs> Just it's closed. It's fucking crazy. Pastor, you give it being honest. It sucks. But it's a real thing. Because I at first when he was talking to me about it, I go, Dad, if you if you don't pick immediately, then you know, because if you have a hundred dollars in Cash App, right, on your personal account mm-hmm. and you want to transfer it to your bank account, it gives you two options. Immediately or you could wait two days and then it won't charge you a fee. Yeah. But if you do immediately, it'd be like a three dollar fee. I'm thinking he was talking about that. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw his account, I was like, Oh shit, well, you create a business account. Yeah. And sure enough, it said business fee. But then again, when I try to look it up to figure out what are they doing with this business fee, it's <laughs> very vague. It, it was very, very vague. <laughs> so me being optimistic, I was like, oh, maybe they're, you know, they're putting it aside. And, yeah. You know, they're going to. Uh-huh. But no, I, it's more than likely it's so they can track whatever you're doing hmm. and write you a 1099 and then snitch on you to the IRS and say, yeah. hey, uh, yeah, they were doing business through here. and We sent them a 1099. They, they didn't give it to you. Oh, oh yeah. oops. They're Oof. bad. They knew it. They signed the terms and conditions. That's messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that would suck if you're just regular Joe Schmo. You're not making a bunch of money. You got $600. And now the government's not going to know your door talking about, hey, uh, we need to audit you. Because hmm. ultimately, that's more than likely what will happen. Hey, right. there was a six hundred dollar transaction that you did. You didn't report this. Yeah, what was this for? What was this about? You know, why we have we're enough here, of those. While yeah. we're here, you know, we need to see the last five years and da, oh, da, da, yeah. make sure everything else is. Good luck with that. Fuck. And you can't you can't beat it with money. I you can't know. throw money at it and get rid of it because you don't have it. Yeah, it'll cost you six hundred dollars. Are we good? Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Mm, no. No. Oh. All right, we did kind of a long one today. I'm ready to eat. Okay. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell. <laughs> <sighs> and I go by the name Christina. <laughs> thank you for listening. Bye. Peace.